0: the marvelous surprises that await you. Hosted by Pat Cashman. He had a fiery quality on the stage and off the stage and he was gorgeous to look at. And back by his side, Lisa Foster. She has tattoos, she's cool, she's dangerous. Broadcasters turned rogue podcasters. <laughs> it's a real nice surprise. They're back and on demand. Just press the button. See! You're on. Ready or not, it's Pat and Lisa. Some people without brains do- an awful lot of talking don't they yes i guess you're right quiet numbskulls i'm broadcasting can you dig it yeah yeah i can dig it
1: yeah it's loving time
0: time. i'm back in the saddle again spring is in the air and you can tell because i've been sneezing my brains out
1: yeah, are you allergic to everything? Everything, or just?
0: everything. I have year-round allergies, really. But, uh, they've all there, there's a great confluence of allergens that come together about this time of year, which is my favorite time of year, strangely enough. I know it is, but it is also just uh, torturous because I'm just my eyes are watering. I look like crap. I can't think. Uh, a lot of people who have allergies you know do. that get very, you, your brain doesn't work. You get very yeah. muddled,
1: don't they? Isn't that, th- that commercial about that? Very don't muddle through allergy season. Yeah. Do I you mean, take anything for it?
0: Uh, a, lot, a lot of uh, a lot of criticism. <laughs> I take that. Uh, no, I don't really. I kind of grab stuff uh, on a. See, I can't think of what I do. I know but...
1: Benadryl is the only thing that will cure it. But I think the reason that it cures it is because it knocks you out and you're asleep and you don't yeah. know that you're sneezing. Yeah, I'm, I I'm, I think you're still sneezing while you're passed out.
0: Yeah, maybe that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> but it has been a, a crazy time since I saw you last. And I don't want to cool. go into a bunch of detail and I don't mean to suggest that I have moved away, but uh we have moved uh kind of halfway between away and, and here. Yes. So we uh we've moved to a house that we've had a long time down in Oregon. Uh, and it was our longtime plan that we would go there and that we would be there part of the time. And the time uh, came rather quickly. We weren't really ready for it, but we uh, suddenly sold our house, the one you and I have recorded in for below these many years, since the beginning of our podcast. and uh, And suddenly the house is sold and it has been uh very tough because I would have to say this house was the favorite place that I've ever lived. I know. It was and it's a great house. It, just, it was a great house, great area and we had some good neighbors and uh so it was really tough. And it all just seemed to happen really fast. Mm-hmm. The next thing I know, we're packed up and we're on the way to this place we have down in Oregon. And it's, it we call it the cabin because it's not a big House, but it's comfortable, and we're gonna, you know, hopefully remodel a bit of it. So we are just weeks away from the, you know, the final move, the house sale finishing up, and all of that. And we have a little camera that we keep down in uh, in Oregon, in this place in Oregon. It used to be called a drop cam, and now it's called Nest, I think, or something like oh, that. Oh yeah. Uh, there are different types of these things, but basically, it's a security camera lets you look from afar at your place.
1: Right, so you just log on the internet or yeah. you've got an app on your mm-hmm. phone, you can yeah. see what's going down.
0: And this this particular one will tell you if it detects movement in your house, if there's a light change, and this one also uh, will tell you if it detects a sound. If there's a you know an untoward sound or a loud noise of some kind, it lets you know. And so for a day or two, it started saying, telling us by alerts that uh, a loud noise has been detected and this would come up from time to time and so we uh didn't make too much of it and then it did, but it continued and we would look at the camera the visual looked fine but yet they kept telling us that it was detecting this noise so uh we have a relative down there who's a who's a police person young woman and we we said would you mind going in and looking around the place make sure everything is is okay cuz we're getting all these alerts all the time she said sure so She's she's on the phone with us, and she said, "Okay, I'm walking toward the house now, and uh, you know what? I can hear water running, uh, even as I'm not yet quite up to the to the door of of your place." Long story short, she goes in. There is uh, a pipe has burst in this place.
1: How long has it been running?
0: Well, let me put it this way. The, a typical water bill for us in this place when we're not there, which yeah. it was most of the time, would be 30 gallons or so. Basically water that's going into the hot water heater and circulating because nobody's using water then. So 30 gallons would be typical in a month. In the month of January, the bill came out, and it was 311,000 gallons oh of water. Oh, my God. Yeah, so this had been going on for some weeks. And so...
1: Where did all the water go?
0: Um, well, in no, the house. In the I mean, house, it's... In, into the crawl space. Uh, in, and then it starts crawling into your carpet, and it goes starts creeping up the wall. So, uh, uh, just jumping ahead wow. to the bottom line, the... Entire bottom floor of the house, it was considered a total loss. So here we are.
1: Ready to move. Days
0: to move. Days from moving in down there, and the place is destroyed. It it is ruined. And so...
1: Did you cry? I mean, I would have just...
0: We just... All the
1: pressure of of packing and moving and leaving a home that... A house that you love—that's bad and, enough—and yeah. the stress of 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 selling a house and just coordinating it. the million and one details that yeah. go into that, yeah. <laughs> and then finding that out, I would have laid down and just cried and curled uh-huh. up for a long time until somebody picked me up off the floor and fed me pudding.
0: Yeah, no. Yeah. Well, God, how'd you? That's start? a good idea, but I mean, it really wouldn't solve anything. Well, so no, I mean, we- it's
1: definitely- your
0: heart is aching
1: smile even though it's breaking
0: i know it does. i know what you mean and i yes i would i would say we when fell prey to that clouds. general feeling more than yeah. once but uh, so um so we have sold this house and now we have to uh deal with this place so we went down there last week and uh in actually you know you can see it on camera and, and that's one thing but when you go in and you see and when you this, open the door did all
1: did all the water like a cartoon did all the water i'm not trying to make a joke cuz that's no, terrible that, that
0: would that would be actually kind of funny but that's not what I, no they, there's a there's a company maybe you've heard of them called serve pro there are yeah. probably mm-hmm. others they go in and they mitigate a place that's uh uh ru- ruined by by water particularly your
1: house technically your house drowned
0: yeah um, I think I told you and- the story one time of, of my wife's uh, father who, um, and I won't go through the whole story because I, I swear I told it on this podcast before, but uh, he took a gun and he shot the gun into the wall of his uh, assisted care uh, condo and he hit a water pipe of all things and it, and it flooded his entire room and nine units of this building were in essentially... In some state of ruin, he was confused. He was very elderly. He shouldn't have had a gun in there, and all of that. So, so ServPro comes into situations like that, and they bring these big dryers in there, these portable dryers. Yeah,
1: I've seen those. They're like they're like serious dryers. Yeah. they'll blow the skin off your face. Yeah, they
0: they literally brought hundreds of those wow. in, into our place. And uh, and that's
1: and, not to dry out car. You're the carpet's gone. You're tearing yeah. everything down yeah. to. The studs. And and sheetrock's
0: gone. Sheetrock has gone up to about seven, eight feet up the ceiling. And when we had an adjuster insurance guy come there, he he travels all around the country, and he he basically looks at places and figures out how much we're going to pay you to reconstruct, to rebuild. And he said, you know what? I haven't seen one that looked like this since Katrina. Wow. I thought, gee, that's great company. Every time he is fine you're in the of the hurricane. So as, it's, as I'm recording this right now, we are still maddeningly waiting for this adjuster guy who lives up in Montana someplace. Who's basically sitting on his hands, and you know, and you know, people's lives are going on here.
1: Are you living in your, can- your little camper, your little canned ham ham well, I t- camper?
0: I like to tell people we're lucky we have two cars and we're able to drive one and live in the other, so it worked out pretty well. But we do have a little old fashioned trailer that we got for a few hundred bucks years ago, and uh, so we drug that down there. Anyway, at the, at the moment, we are renting a house in the central oregon area uh and uh and then we'll decide are we going to continue to rent there are we going to rent up here uh somewhere in between
1: i hope you come back
0: insurance uh at least at the moment is paying for this rental but we don't know how long that'll go on it's just a big headache and 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 there's all kinds of other stuff as you know that's attendant to that mm-hmm. you, you you get comfortable in your home your apartment your condo if you're lucky enough to have some place that you can call home and you, and you get used to the routine of not thinking about things like, Oh, I think I'll go watch some TV now. Oh, I think I'll go to use the toilet. I'll go to do that. And then, but when you have to move to a new place, you got to start from scratch all over again. First of all, you got to cancel all that other stuff. Right. And now you're in a new place and you're trying to get uh, you you know, basic TV going, the internet and all of these things. Phone service in some cases. And it's just been one cataclysmic I'm disaster sorry. after another. Nothing works. Nothing has gone smooth. I know. Not one thing. I
1: know. You've been texting me and oh, telling man. me all this. It's brutal. It is hard. It's but then rough. I say, no, now, what are we
0: feeling sorry for ourselves? The people got a lot worse... I know, and you know what? That. And
1: I, I hate that. That I know. I hate that because you're right. But it it's do, true. It doesn't mean you shouldn't feel bad and feel sorry for yourself and want to cry. And I, I really hate that when when you, we get that feeling of well, people have it way worse. than yeah, I don't, I care. Know. I don't care. I don't care if people have it way worse than me. I'm really upset right now because
0: it's about me, not about exactly. the other people. Put your head
1: on my
0: shoulder. I always wondered if there is somewhere on this planet, there is one guy, because everybody says, well, there's got somebody's it got it worse than me, but there's one guy on this planet that can't, that, say, that. That can't say that. He's got it the worst of anybody on and the planet. And
1: he's probably sick and tired of hearing <laughs> us say that, too, right?
0: I don't know what his situation would well. be. Uh, my brother and I were surmising that perhaps he is he is nothing but a solitary eyeball. <laughs> And that, that can't does, does not see well. Yeah, yes. I don't know. But so, but you're right. It it is. We all say that. But but the reality is that you're experiencing life in the first person, and you know it. Right. And like I said, when you're taken away from the relative comfort of your everyday <laughs> situation, and you don't, you you just get used to things and your routines. And
1: there is an old folk tale uh, about. Uh, a man who comes to town and, and hangs up a clothesline and asks all the people in the village to bundle up all their problems in a rucksack and go to the clothesline, pin your, pro- your bag of problems up on the clothesline and then everybody please step back. You are all now free to go pick which bag you would like to trade with and everybody picks their own bag back mm-hmm. because it's easier, I guess, to deal with the devil you know than the one you don't know.
0: I suppose, I yeah. suppose that. And then, definitely and true. And then
1: it probably does also feel like, well maybe, yeah, you're right, my problems really aren't nearly as bad as Larry's, or I'm not picking Larry's bag, forget yeah. it, there's yeah. no way.
0: That's a very interesting tale, yeah, mm-hmm. that, that's interesting. Well, yeah. we, um, and, and and I've never been good, uh, there, there are, we have friends, and maybe you're a person like this that goes from town to town, they have friends in different towns, and freely and willfully and happily, We'll stay with somebody for several days or a week or whatever. I just I, I just have never been comfortable with that. It's not that I don't like my friends, or, is but it, I don't like feeling like an intruder because the flip side of it is that we don't really love having people come and stay with us for a long period right, of time. Right? Yeah. Uh, it just I, it disrupts the the rhythm of of life, a, and it's a bit.
1: The, and it's the farting thing too. It,
0: it's partly that, you know
1: what if you yes. get your own hotel room, you that's can why just... I had
0: to test my mom to come and stop staying with us. I mean, <laughs> uh, it was my farting, no, not right. hers.
1: Well, I'm really sorry, and I I I'm surprised at how um how I was sad. I was very sad when I knew you were moving. Well, that's very sweet. Well, but I don't really understand it because it's not like I would see you anymore. I'm seeing you now, and it's not like I would see you anymore when you're you're here. I think it's just that I've always had you here, and when I moved here... It's like I have died. It is like you've died. When I moved here in 91, you were here, and you've been my partner since... And now you let la- it's like you let la- you abandon me. Consult you
0: about it you either. Left, did I? You left. Yeah. You left,
1: and you're not here. So there's something that's interesting that's very comforting about knowing, even if you don't need somebody, just knowing that they're there,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: you're not there anymore. <clears throat> and I can't call you if, you know, a giant spider eats my face off. You'd have to be like, I got to get on a plane, and I can't do it. Yeah. It's inconvenient yeah. for me. Yeah. Or if I need help, why I can't? It's just I feel weird that you're not here. Are you coming back? I don't know. What are you doing see, here right now, by the way? We're so...
0: Um,
1: Why are you in town right now?
0: We're so discombobulated as with the word that people use, which isn't a real word. We just, nothing is settled right now. We don't know how this remodel of our home is going to f- happen, and or if, or when, when are we going to get enough money to do it?
1: You know what? I'm never uh, here. You can come just live here.
0: See, I can't do it. I can't come to stay at your house. That's the problem. Why? I, yeah, I won't be here. I'd just I'd be looking over my shoulder all the time.
1: I won't be here though. So you you're saying you couldn't even stay in someone's house who isn't even there?
0: Well, you will come back at some point, won't you?
1: Well, then I expect you to be gone. See, but... I
0: don't. I, I never feel like I could walk around with in my underpants if I knew you could come <laughs> swinging through the door at any moment. Do, 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 out my back door. That is what a home. is. That's what home is. I know. That's
1: the party thing.
0: Just being, you know, with uh, just your own comfort zone. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I was going to say something. I was going to go somewhere, but I've forgotten what it is, which is because of my allergies, of course. I know. So, anyway, enough about that. But, uh, oh, I knew what I was going to say. We flew uh, up to uh, Seattle from. Central Oregon the other day, one of those oh yeah puddle jumper uh, which, Horizon flights.
1: where did you fly out of?
0: It's a Redmond. town called Redmond, Redmond, Oregon. Oregon. Yeah, and uh, Redmond, Oregon. This is a pretty decent airport. You know, it's a nice sized airport for a, for.
1: A, I've never heard of it. How can it be a decent? I've well, never it's even a, heard of it's it. It's a
0: town near Bend, Oregon, and so it serves as the airport hub for that entire central oregon region and they've got some major carriers they got alaska going in there and united and the legion i think uh but have you ever heard of this so this is an airport that gets several flights coming in and out of there a day but in may i think from may 2nd to may 22nd or three week period somewhere in there they're going to close that airport because they're going to put some new uh, new runway on or something like that and they're I mean,
1: shutting the whole thing down.
0: They're shutting the whole thing down. You can't come in and out of there.
1: I know because by I was. Air. I was gonna. I'm gonna be down in Eugene. Right.
0: You, we talked in a about couple
1: that we, in a few weeks, and I said, "Hey, if you're there, why don't I just swing over and come stay at your house?" Even though I don't really want to stay at your house, and you don't want me to stay no, no, at your that, house. No,
0: you're different. That would be fine.
1: <laughs> and then I'll just fly out. I go, "What's the, the nearest airport?" Because I actually had looked it up, and then you said. Well, that would be great if they didn't close it. So now I'm not Can't going to, to see Can't imagine.
0: <clears throat> Never heard of that.
1: Yeah. Is it an international airport?
0: Well, I they get flights out of uh, Canada, I suppose. Oh, okay. then they I don't have direct would. flights from Mexico. But,
1: but they probably f- fly everything into Portland or Seattle to connect for bigger
0: That's longer. what you'd have to do now. If you wanted to come down there in that three-week period, you'd have to fly into Portland. Or um, perhaps, uh, I don't know, what would be the next closest place, Boise? Maybe. And how far know. is the
1: drive from Portland Airport over there, like five hours? About three.
0: Yeah, yeah. that's like five. S- something like
1: that. Anything over two might as well just be five hours. I suppose. Which is why I'm not driving home from Eugene. I'm going to fly home.
0: Fair enough. I want to fly like an eagle to the sea. But what I was going to say is, so we fly into, uh, and this is a Tuesday afternoon, nothing special, not a holiday, not, you know, leading into spring break or Christmas or Easter or anything, just a typical boring Tuesday afternoon. We get off this airplane at SeaTac, and I walk in there, and the line to get into security is... Snaking all through the airport, it's going around the corner. I, and it, uh, it God knows where it starts or where it ends, and that's just one line.
1: Wait, is this at tech or is this, this at, is the at Redmond? Sea-Tac. Okay, yeah. Well, and you know I, why? And, and then
0: I and somebody said, I said, what was that all about? And the guy said, Oh yeah, I read it in the paper. They said it's going to be like that from now on. You should expect it. I said, What are you talking about? You can expect. They say the line can take up to two hours to get through. So if you're they already admonish you to get to your flight two hours early. That means, I guess, no. that you're supposed to go four hours before no, your flight. No, 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 no. That's oh, not yeah. true. That's what it's I saw. Spring,
1: it's spring break. You know that. That's no, it doesn't. No,
0: it's not explained by spring break. Really? This was freaky. Yeah. I said, well, what the heck's going on here? I
1: flew home last night and got in very late. And I couldn't believe when I got off the plane how many people were in the airport. It was... I'm like, what the hell's going on? What are all you people doing here? Well,
0: this is what I'm talking about. Yeah, I don't and this, know what's this going apparently, on. And, and, and I said, well, what's the explanation for this? He said, well, they, they don't really know. Uh, it has to do, I'm told, with, with great cutbacks in uh, the ranks of the TSA. And it's like some sort of power play or something like that. Uh, yeah, So we don't have as many... People who can pat you down and do all the dumb stuff oh, that they darn. do. Yeah, not a shame. So these lines are the result of that, apparently. I, I don't know. But I, I was just thinking if if I was somebody that had to fly out on business regularly, like you do, mm-hmm. even with the advantage if you're a VIP person or whatever.
1: TSA pre check.
0: That it, it, line's getting longer. Insane. That
1: line's getting longer, too. Yeah. I When I flew out, I had my little TSA pre-check ticket and I'm smug and sniffing and hitching and going into the security line and I see this big long line and then I see another long line and I'm like, where's the TSA? And the guy goes, this is the T." And he said it just like this. He goes, this is the TSA pre-check line. And I went, really? What? Why do all these people have TSA pre-check? Did you go, what? Did you go, what?
0: Did you do like that?
1: Kind of. Yeah.
0: Because that's very in nowadays. I'm told. (laughs) What?
1: (laughs) And so it's like, oh, man. It's like, so even TSA pre-check, everybody's getting it. So what's the point? So now we're going to need another level. Yeah, above.
0: yeah. <clears throat> What
1: what can we do to get out of the TSA pre check line? That's getting too. I don't long know. Now.
0: I just think it would be and, un- it's unsustainable. Yeah, I I couldn't live like that if I had to go through the airport and stand in a two hour line or whatever. And was, I
1: had it. And I had TSA pre check, and I was flying. I don't even know where I was flying. It doesn't matter what airport I was at, but I go through the TSA pre check, and I had some rocks in my suitcase. Sure. Um, because well, because they
0: won't let you carry conventional weapons.
1: I bought this really pretty rock, and I had it in my suitcase. Well, apparently X rays bad, and it looks like a bomb or something. Well, it may
0: have may have had metal in it.
1: Oh, you know what? It was a pretty sparkly rock.
0: Could have had some iron. Well, in it Well, wait a something. minute.
1: But iron's not going. Th- it's going through the X ray. How do they see that?
0: Well, it's anyway, a me- It's a metal. Is- that it t- it's detecting no, it's- metal. I'm just su- supposing. I don't know.
1: Okay. So anyway, they. Pulled my bag out and they went, "Oh, what's this rock?" And I went, "Isn't it pretty?" <laughs> well, yes, ma'am. And that they proceeded to tear my whole bag apart. And I had, I had copies about, oh, I don't know, of the work material I needed to work with. There's these five pages all stapled together, and I must have had fifty or sixty of them. Do you know that he went through almost every single? And I go, "Why are you going through every single paper?" He goes, well, you know, something dangerous could be slipped in here. I go, oh, mm-hmm. my God. It was a rock, and I'm a pre-check. Just let me go. And he didn't. And I sat, I pulled out a magazine. And you know what else I do because I'm so snippy? When they go, all right, you're all clear. Would you uh, you want to pack this up, or would you rather I do I go, no, nope, you can go ahead and do it. And I just sit and continue to read my magazine while they repack my suitcase, and you could tell it just
0: makes them so mad. Yeah, you should, they should do it. They undo it. They should redo it. That's exactly it. Yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, So, (laughs) excuse me, and I'm getting over a monster cold. So there's my story of woe. Okay. But having said all of that, so tell me about you. I mean, beyond what you just said, did you have? You've been traveling on business. I know. You've been gone for a long time. And I'm
1: really sorry. I'm really enormously cranky. Well, yeah,
0: it's not coming through so much. I brought I brought some food. I know. uh, Thank you for
1: bringing because I got in late last night, and when I knew you were going to be here this one day. I said, yeah, we have to get together, but I'm not... I don't know what condition my house is going to be in when I get home.
0: Yeah. Don't I will worry not,
1: about it. I will not have had a chance to go grocery shopping. I haven't had a chance to do laundry. Plus, I had two friends, two very good friends who you know, that needed a dog sitter today. And so, they came by and dropped their dog off. Little Toulouse. Where is he? Oh, look. He's finally sitting. Oh, never mind. I woke him up. So, they came by. They dropped him off. He's torn the whole house up with toys everywhere. I'm feeling a little, um, you know what I just want to do? I just want to go lay down.
0: That's yeah. all I want to do. Okay, you want to do it right now? Could, could I? I, I I'll just continue. I'll read the paper aloud. <laughs> and I'll just
1: grunt once in a while okay. and just say something. Yeah. But I have to tell you, I, um, I don't know if you were following the news. This was back in February. The news? The news back in February uh, about a missing Mount Lake Terrace woman whose name is Cheryl uh, DeBoer. And she uh, went missing on February 8th. Cheryl DeBoer is from Mount Lake Terrace, which is just right near me. I'm in Lake Forest Park, so it's very close to me. And most of the details are, are, um, pretty, uh, are, are not answered yet. However, they did do a search and found her a week later on Valentine's Day. And you want to know where they found her?
0: Uh, And you want to know how they found her? In a chocolate store?
1: No. They found her deceased, first of all.
0: Oh, sorry. I didn't know that.
1: And they found her in a culvert two blocks from my house. Right down there.
0: Did anybody want to question you?
1: This stream that's running right here comes from that culvert. I know. I, I feel terrible even saying it, but it's like... Quincy, don't go down there into the creek. Stay out of the creek. Mm. So they found her. But the medical, this is, this is back in February, on February 14th. So they have not given, the medical examiner won't release how she died. Um, the Mount Lake Terrace police uh, chief, Chief Sutton, says to us, well, we don't really have any answers, but we don't believe that the public has any reason to be concerned about their safety. Hmm. What, what does that say to you? So that says to me, well, maybe they already know who did it, but they can't release the uh, details.
0: Maybe the person the or, is in jail. So they say nobody's in danger because we got this person.
1: But why wouldn't they tell us that? I don't know. And then then the other thing is, well, maybe they're saying there's no reason for the public to be worried is because it's somebody that that she knew, right? And it's always the husband. The husband's always the one that d- did it, Right. So the husband
0: usually it's somebody you know. Right. Yeah.
1: So I'm thinking and this makes me feel terrible because I'm thinking oh whew, thank God it was her husband who did it because now I don't feel so vulnerable. Well now the husband's been cleared. He took a lie detector test. He's clean as a whistle. He's off the hook and now I'm freaked out again. So I I don't know. I'm freaked out and I I I bought so I bought all this crap. <clears throat> I bought look at this.
0: Excuse me. <clears throat> don't worry I'll edit that out
1: so i bought so i I'm bought sure i will not forget i bought a home security system that has that's a good idea alarms and 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 there's a see that little thing by my glass the glass that's a glass breaking sensor if somebody like takes a baseball bat and tries to get in the house with that and um a panic i have a panic button in my bedroom i've lived here
0: tw- what what's a panic button what does that do
1: I don't think it does anything. It just makes you feel better if you beat on it. If you're feeling scared, I don't know. Well, the panic button and immediately sends the alarm to the monitoring place.
0: Did you ever see the movie The Panic Room? Yes. Yeah, I want to go build one. That's what you need. We need to build one of those for you. I know.
1: And then I bought. And then and then I was talking to my friend Dave Tavers. Dave Tavers, as you know, we Dave Tavers and I got in a big argument. Um, about a year ago about guns mm-hmm. big argument, and I almost I thought our friendship was over. We got in a huge argument, and i won 't even go into what it was. We were both at fault for how we were discussing it, which is difficult to discuss it reasonably when people are on the opposite side well here 's a guy
0: here 's a guy that has this merry little Website of, called Mouse Mingle, or I think he's changed the name of it. it. Is Mouse Mingle? It's all about happy little.
1: And he's a Disneyland Disney And, and then, and him. then
0: the guy, you know, on the other hand, uh, thinks that Goofy ought to be carrying heat. You know? <laughs> yes, he
1: does. But I love Dave. We are good. We're good friends, and and. And so I saw him recently and I was telling him about this case, about this woman and she's my age and she's found in a culvert. And, and I said, I've never felt very vulnerable, I but I feel like I need to. And he goes, you need to get a shotgun. You need to get a shotgun. And I'm like, and, and for the first time I considered it, mm-hmm. yeah. I thought I should get, it. he goes, and seriously, if you don't want it to be lethal, then you can do like i guess there's salt pellets mm-hmm. that yeah. sting sting Rock salt. sting like yeah. a mother yeah and but i still would i'd shoot my i would shoot myself in the eye with it i i would never so i don't try i don't think i want to do well, that
0: well if you if you do get a gun
1: I'm, I'm um, not going to get a gun.
0: Well, let's say if you did, you would want to go out and have lessons. You wouldn't just have the gun, wouldn't you? You'd go out to the range and the people that teach you safety. And that's, you know, one of my big problems with the gun stuff is it's got, if you want to have a gun, you got to, it's, you know, you've heard it compared to driving a car. You got, right. to, got to learn how it works and how to back up and all of this stuff.
1: And it seems to me though that.
0: Then if you don't do that, then you're right. Your chances of blowing your own head off are pretty good.
1: I just, to me, it seems like a gun, you shouldn't have to have any of that because you hold it this way and there's one trigger. How hard can that be? Why do you need to be trained
0: on it? Well, a shotgun's pretty forgiving because you don't have to be right, m- that's much the, of a marksman. That's
1: the point. Is yeah. He said that's what you want to get so yeah. that you can just, if you're screaming and flailing around, you, you'll you hit something.
0: But here's the other side of it to me. Um how would you feel if it, it, you, you, hear some, you hear some glass breaking and mm-hmm. tell me he's coming into your house and you come and it's dark and right. you, you grab your shotgun? I and hit
1: you, my panic button first yeah, and then I grab my shotgun. Hit your panic
0: button and then you see some furtive figure moving across the room and maybe it even appears they're coming at you and you blast your shotgun mm-hmm. and then you turn on some lights and it's the little kid next door. He was just coming in to get a donut or something.
1: I know. I mean, that's what I'm saying.
0: Even if it was ostensibly a bad guy, maybe just a guy desperate for money or whatever, yeah. wouldn't you still feel? I, I, that's what I weigh. I said, how would I feel if I ended somebody's life, just to, for what reason? Or shot their face without off without knowing the details of it? I, you know, yeah. obviously you don't have time. Would you sit down, please, and let's discuss this Should before they- I blow your head off? <laughs>
1: Or or the dilemma becomes, do you value your life and the vulnerable position you put yourself in over ending somebody else's life by accident? That is a real dilemma.
0: Yeah, it is. It's easier for me to think of it if I think I'm protecting my loved ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to think of protecting myself over the life of someone else, mm-hmm. you know, one one-to-one, that's a little tougher thing for me to... To contemplate. I don't know. But. Well,
1: so I don't know about the shotgun thing. Um, how much are they? those bad boys?
0: You can get them at Walmart. <laughs> I know. I have no idea what they are. <laughs> I
1: know. So are. I actually opted for police, um, police strength or police something. <laughs> uh, pepper gel.
0: Pepper gel.
1: Yes. So if you see the picture um, on this... I haven't mm-hmm. opened it yet. Yeah. I just got them today. It's
0: maximum like, strength, it says.
1: Right. It's police what the police use. There's a difference between the little, but they're pretty pretty brutal. Um, the gel, the thing with the gel is it doesn't create a blowback. So if you've got a spray, I've done a lot of research on
0: this. Apparently.
1: And there's a the slightest breeze going, that can just, that can hit you back in the face. Yeah, That would be bad. You don't want no. a pepper sprayer, though. No,
0: you don't want to. Be <clears throat> so the, the
1: pepper one. gel actually shoots. And then the, I had to look for the the furthest away. It's like me with spiders. I want the furthest shooting yeah. um, rate like, I can get. I don't like want to be get right next, up to them.
0: The next county if possible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: yes. So this is actually has like a 10-foot range.
0: That's not very much. You're pretty close. You're from here to the door. That's not very far. 10 oh, feet? Man.
1: That feels like, it sounded like a long way. And I don't care
0: how fast that stuff comes out of the tube there. It's not going to go as fast as a bullet.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, but if you hit him in the face... So the gel just stays on the face. Oh, and you know what else it has? No, but
0: I'm just saying, what if they have a gun and you got this?
1: Oh, oh, I, I see mean, what you're saying. You, you can't might, outrun a bolt. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I might as well be there with a, you know, bow and arrow or right. something. Right. Hang on a second. Let me get the arrow in the old thing, string here. Hang on. I know. Hang see, on.
1: now you're making me feel like this is going to be useless. Maybe no, this I is don't. only going to be good if I can sneak up on them and gel them.
0: Here's the deal. Here's the the real deal about this or guns or other things. It is all about a sense of security. It makes you feel safer. Right? Isn't that what... Well, don't we want to making, feel safe?
1: Yes, I do. But now you're making me feel like, well, this doesn't now make me feel safer. Well, I don't... Ma- no, now that you've blown it, you holes into my safer. pepper gel...
0: You should feel safer. Maybe not safe, but safer. Oh, safer.
1: Yeah, okay. So It's saying. not
0: like you don't have anything.
1: And then somebody said to me, well, you know... You're gonna be safe. You've got Quince, your dog, and I go. I never you Kidding, exactly. Yeah. I go. Really, you think he's gonna do a thing about it if yeah, somebody? Yeah,
0: he's gonna go run up and lick. It the lick them yeah. to
1: death. But this also has UV marking dye so marking dye is so that you it's, know. it's
0: not something you can wash off right. and they're going to be able to identify them but yeah, yeah
1: i don't know how that works because if he runs off into the crowd what do they take a black light to every i don't get how oh, that works i don't know anyway what's, and what's I the have, crowd doing
0: here in your house
1: i have two, I have two of them and the i love the tagline on this so this is um uh saber red pepper gel maximum strength um free holster. There's a holster. I can just pack it around with me all the time. Just like a gun.
0: Okay now let's- just like a gun. But
1: wait, listen to the okay. listen to the tagline. All right. The tagline is making grown men cry since nineteen seventy five. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well here
0: here's the here's the thing about this and and I think you might find some solace in this, or maybe not. But I always remember I years ago I went back to Chicago to visit some relatives back there. They lived in the suburbs. And uh, they were all their older couple l- lovely people it was my uncle Bill and his wife and uh, My wife and I went out and we rented a car and we drove out from downtown Chicago, where i was had gone to some convention or something. We were going out i don't know thirty miles plus to a suburban area. And uh, and we're enjoying a barbecue. He's cooking stuff up, and it's late afternoon. And then it's getting later afternoon, and now it's looking like, well, we're getting towards the part of the day when the sun is going to set. And he got so nervous.
1: Really? And well... And he was
0: very insistent that we get in our car, and we get right back into our hotel before it got dark. Because uh, the upshot is that he, like a lot of people, I think, and in this market is as bad as any, The the... Mm-hmm. The core of what you see on TV news is crime. Uh, People getting shot, people getting killed, people getting beat up, uh, robberies, uh, all of this stuff. It's just an infusion of this kind of stuff. That's what you're fed, and you get—your mentality becomes like, oh, my God.
1: Yeah, it's just a matter of time. I'm in terrible,
0: terrible danger here. And, of course, it doesn't help when this woman is just a few blocks from you. But I still say that's an aberration. You are safe— as you ever were in you know it, it's I know and I, sensational. I, I, think,
1: I think you're right I've lived in this house for over 20 years and I I just find it interesting that all of a sudden I'm feeling extremely vulnerable
0: well it's easy for me to say because I uh, have you know my wife and you know but you're living alone. I would get that that would feel kind of creepy. Mm-hmm. It is creepy. Yeah. No it question about it.
1: So anyway, so I have my pepper spray. Okay, and so my you got something. Stir. You
0: got that going But I for do it. think
1: it's interesting making grown men cry. Men. Not people, men.
0: Not women. No. Men.
1: Or just making people cry.
0: The, the assumption is all that all men. Yeah, it's the that men that gonna are doing you're going to have to use it on a man. Are
1: the raping and are doing the raping and pillaging? Yeah, I don't think I don't think a chick took Cheryl DeBoer out. Something something tells me it's
0: possible, but not likely.
1: It's not likely. Yeah. And they chicks, s-
0: you know who chicks take out? Who? Cheating husbands and cheating boyfriends—they almost always kill. That's
1: exactly right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, Purdy is—that's who's in prison there. Right.
1: And every every country western song that a chick sings is about that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And usually, well, I wouldn't say usually because I don't know, but I mean often there is a sympathetic side to why the woman had to do what she had to do. Mm -hmm. It's often out of desperation. Uh, you know, pr- trying to protect her kids or whatever—that sort of stuff—and that's who's sitting in jail. That's right. But it, but the other jail is full of guys. Right. And uh, the common denominator there, of course, is probably alcohol, drugs. Um, yeah. Tapioca pudding. Yeah. Stuff like that. I know. Yeah.
1: Happiness is a warm gun bang bang shoot, shoot. Happiness, happiness is a warm gun bang, mama
0: shoot, shoot, when I
1: hold you in my arms